Pastor Dan again with uh, midweek encouragement for Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. This week I am sharing something a little different because it was an assignment given to me by a friend who visited recently and encouraged me to do more writing and in particular wanted me to write about my parenting style and how it came to be. So today I share with you a passage from Romans 11:19 that says then you will say branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in so here we go flap 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 it was the sound of rhythmic swishing as wheat stalks repeatedly passed through the air and struck a heavy stone wheel set in a circular well made for pressing grapes into juice a camouflaged figure with only the cloth wrapped around his head, breaching the rim of the pit, paused briefly to wipe sweat from his eyes with the tail of his head covering. Tiny particles glinted all around him as waning sunlight beamed from the horizon and under the wide canopy of a terebinth tree. The young man spent another post-harvest day separating wheat kernels from pods that tipped spindly pale yellow stalks while he hid beneath the giant tree in a hole. He feared an enemy who might attack and steal food from his family's mouths at any moment. Even so, he liked the solitude. It was a time for deep thought, and it gave him respite from bullies and critics. Observant and introspective, the young man often worked out his consternation and sought solace in quiet places. He'd suffered through demoralizing humiliation and put-downs, and it seemed better to risk being alone and discovered possibly by tribe's enemies than to be surrounded by familiar people who seemed to delight in breaking his spirit. So he picked up another bundle and struck it against the stone. Flap, 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 flap. After shaking the stalks hard to loosen any clinging produce, he glanced over the rim and pitched the tares onto a pile. And the twenty-something froze in mid-toss as his heart skipped a beat, and he gasped at the sight of an unexpected visitor. It was not only it was not his enemy, but someone radiant who both terrified and awed him, even more so when the being spoke and said the unlikeliest of words. The Lord is with you, almighty man of valor. His name was Gideon, and his enemies, the Midianites, had oppressed his people for some time. He was shocked in several ways as his mind silently raced through questions like, who or what is that? Am I about to die? And is this guy for real, mighty man of valor? He was almost tempted to look over his shoulder to see if the being was talking to someone else. His people were considered the least among the nation's tribes, and his tribe the least among the nations. An entire people group given over to general feelings of inadequacy. But then the angel spoke another absurdity. Go in this might of yours and save the nation. It's not hard to figure out why he was humble. Oppressed people learn to keep their mouths shut and their heads down. 
But some possess inner strength and extraordinary faith that goes largely unnoticed until a defining moment comes, and God raises them up for his name's sake. Gideon must have been such a man. So he climbed out of the wine press and he obeyed the Lord. In time, the mighty man of valor led his people to victory, giving all the glory to God. In turn, the Lord fortified his courage and faith, anointing him as a judge of Israel. A lesser man would have seized the power offered to him by grateful citizens and lorded it over them. But Gideon told them to let the Lord be their judge. A lesser man would have used the power to prove himself to family and friends who'd thought so little of him before, but Gideon did not. He used his new charisma to teach and lead the people towards faithfulness. Sadly, many failed to learn and suffered the consequences, but Gideon showed the righteous how to climb out of hiding and into God's light. He chose to embrace a new paradigm that was always deep within. Gideon allowed himself to be cut from the trunk and stem of his old story to be grafted into a new source of life. I've applied some creative license to the story of Gideon, which you can read in Judges chapters 6 through 8. As I've painted Gideon in much the same way that I saw myself back in the early 20s, back in my early 20s, a time when I considered myself a born loser who probably deserved the suffering he endured. I learned to believe that my life was a series of mistakes weighed down by growing by a growing millstone of consequences. And then at my lowest point, Christ's compassion overwhelmed me. He drew my attention to a small decorative plate my mother bought for me from a yard sale that depicted the prophet Daniel at prayer and the words, Daniel the Courageous. I suddenly realized that my Lord saw a mighty man of valor in me, His spirit awakened untapped inner strength and deep faith. It would take time and effort to excavate that hidden vein of unrefined ore, but it was there, ready for his use. Long hours, days, weeks, months, and years eventually freed me from the enemy's lies. I slowly became the mature father to my wounded inner child. I learned to reject meanness and cruelty as if I were a parent protecting his precious son from critics and bullies. My journey slowly turned in a new direction. And when I became a father, I made up my mind that I would do whatever it took to start something new, whatever it cost me. The little boy in me climbed up to be a man who'd write a new story for future generations. Then you will say branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in, Romans eleven nineteen. So like a horticulturalist who cuts a growing stem from one branch and then grafts it to another, the Lord broke me and spliced me to make something new. While I will always bear the scars of the transformation, I have the joy of seeing new, wonderful fruit blooming and growing, sweet from me and my beloved bride. Looking back, I see that I was like Gideon, called to courage and faith that will only serve well if balanced with humility and grace. 
Unlikely as it seemed at the time, the Lord asked me, of all people, to teach by example and occasionally sound the trumpet herald. My testimony is not always all that I wish it could be, but Christ called me up, and I will strive for His glory in the littlest of things. Though weak and often tempted to sin, I will strive to resist opportunities for pride and prestige. Like Gideon, I will seek those whom God calls to defeat God's enemies and uplift God's people. But in the solitude of my home, my solace comes from serving my bride, my children, and grandchildren as a humble man of God should. (music) 